0: You
1: guys have balls. Oh, yeah, baby.
0: John Lyle, L.A. Lloyd, and Drew Bennett, Beaver,
2: Kool-Aid. You know, I wanted to do this bit today about, uh, you know, uh, take off on a, on a Christmas carol. You know, you being in New York and John could be the ghost of Christmas past and I could be the ghost of christmas future and john could visit you from the past
0: i could come I from the like future how i'm visiting from the past right like when i had a paycheck great <laughs> the older boy you just on just fit- of beaver kool-aid will be visiting you from the past <laughs> are you guys into naval jewelry at all does this work for you well my wife uh,
2: has hers so she has naval jewelry yeah you know, and she's know, in she's her, she's in her forties, she's in her forties and it still works, you know, runs and works out. She looks good,
0: but, um, I don't she know. Hang keys on it? No. she's running, no. look for a place to, have. I'm just not down with, of course, I'm not an ink guy and I'm not a, but that naval thing just is not happening for me. Well, either the nose rings, the my oldest rings. daughter got her nose pierced for
2: uh, for her 17th birthday. That's what she wanted. And I agreed. And I said, all right, go for it. So, yeah, she got it pierced. I uh, just got wrong with that. Just got my nuts
0: pierced for my uh, 55th. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> great. Because if you got your nuts pierced, then your daughter could get her nose pierced for free. I great. That's good. It's economical. I just, I'm just speaking <laughs> for me. I don't like any. Of course, I have a jewelry <sighs> phobia, so. But I don't like any of that stuff.
2: Now, did you ever have yeah. your ears pierced back in the '80s? Or no, never did Are you that. Kidding? How about no. you, Drew? Do you have your ears ear pierced?
1: Yeah, I had both ears pierced, two eyebrow rings, and a nose wow. ring when I was young.
0: I had an ear done. That was about it. No, no, no well, ink. My oldest son was 16, and. Dad, I want to have my ears pierced. And the ex was saying, he wants to have his ears pierced. And I thought, well, I guess he's driving now and he can kill people with a motor vehicle. Go ahead and get your ears pierced. Uh, are they now? No. Right. None of that nonsense. But I just don't like, I don't, it's just, like I said, may, it's, maybe it's beyond my jewelry phobia, but I just don't like it. I, I thought in my head... I meet this really great woman, but she has a nose stud. Mm. That would be like the, the telltale heart. It would be something that would haunt me a- at night. I would see that nose stud coming at me. Yeah, I could deal in the late 70s, early 80s, where there was maybe the older chick around the office that had the anklet. Yeah. And I thought that that was a little risque, that that kind of said something. When my husband passes out, I'll play.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> i got a little bit of that but if she had coming at me if she had been coming at me with some greasy nose stud or whatever i i couldn't i couldn't
2: deal with it i think it's kind of sexy i see you know my wife on the beach she's got a bikini on she's got the the naval jewelry going on i'm I'm thinking it's kind of hot how about you is it a wind chime if she's like uh, on all fours is it a wind chime <laughs> I don't think she's got nothing hanging that low we go back to my nutsack being pierced. If you want to talk about wind chimes, now,
0: because I've never had a. My daughter has some kind of navel thing going on, but she's my daughter. I've never had a wife with anything hanging out there. The, the The only
1: two things that that a girl, you know, can can feature on her body that I that are turnoffs for me are a tramp stamp. Yeah, because I think they're kind of passe now. And then for me, and this will this will piss off a few people who listen. But it's the it's piercing the top of your ear, like the top of it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? How they do? Some yeah. of them
2: have a whole line of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know they look like a gypsy. About? Yeah, they look like a gypsy.
0: I like that you use that as a reference, Lloyd. It looks like a gypsy because we <laughs> could all relate to that, Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, Lloyd. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I remember this gypsy I saw hanging out with a hobo just a few days ago. <laughs> And, uh, (laughs) I saw cause a hobo was about to steal a pie from the windowsill and the gypsy girl behind him had all that (laughs) stuff. Sorry. No, I'm just one of these guys that I like, and I know it always puts me at odds with everyone, but I like clean canvas. I like simple, clean, nothing strange. I don't need to have, uh, Kiwi Herman's head on a spider with a top hat. <laughs> and a cool on the face and neck. I don't need, you know, just clean. Is that wrong? Well, you're not Is gonna find you're not gonna hand? find
2: that too much these days, though. I mean, if someone has got True. some ink somewhere on their body, True. I mean, if you're between yep. twenty and seventy, chances are you've got a little bit of ink somewhere on that body. So good luck finding that clean canvas.
0: Tell me the country. Please tell me the country. I'll go there. Maybe I'll Sweden. There Maybe Sweden. Bring, definitely don't think it's Scandinavia. I don't I can't even think of any any type of Western European country that's not right where we are. Yeah. Maybe Sweden. I don't know. I don't think
2: so. You don't think so? No. That to hey, me just seems like, like the, the perfect dragon
0: tattoo, dude.
2: Yeah, there you go. Come on. That's true. Come on, baby. I don't know. I just kind of visualize, you know, that's that stereotypical Swedish blonde, kind of pale complexion. There's your there's your clean canvas right there, you know. No ink. No, just no tattoos, just, no piercings, just Does
0: your wife have a dangler or is it something kind of does it dangle from her navel, man? I mean,
1: <laughs>
0: I'm not talking the gobbler. I'm just talking about the dangler. Um <laughs> Does it does it does it dangle? Does it catch the light? uh, it, uh... <laughs> no there's no
2: dangling there's no chain there's no no it's just a little thing that goes up there with uh you know a little stud at the at the end of it there's no
0: uh-huh. was this something a... that she shot by you first and no, you not
2: an no. approval she uh she just you know popped it out one day there it was it's kind of like then uh, there it was yeah did you say why like i said i thought it kind of looked sexy and again i'm not i'm like i'm kind of like you i'm not a big ink guy i'm not a big piercing guy but that one you know she popped down it was looked sexy I was I was yeah, down with it
0: you, I mean you, aren't you an earring guy you got an earring or you did you I, had dangling earrings I don't know <laughs> I had a, a small hoop there when I was in LA I thought it was
2: kind of the hip thing to do back in the uh, early 90s but uh, you know I never got the ink you know back when I lived in LA everyone was getting ink that was the the hairband days I mean fuck if you didn't have sleeves back in the 80s and early 90s you were not you know you weren't cool I just kept thinking, oh, man, if I have to go back to North Carolina and I've got a fucking full sleeve of tattoos, my mom will disown me. And I just always had that in the back of my head. I was like, you know, I, I just couldn't do it.
0: Drew, does your wife have a uh, dangler or the uh, I mean, she has been pregnant here? some. I just didn't know what that looks like. When
2: <laughs> dangler is yeah. just a bad it, my head is going in a bad place when you say dangler. I mean, to me, that well, just know, sounds like that's
0: meat, the way you are. That
2: just sounds like meat curtains, man. It just I could, no, give it a different name. <laughs> It's a different
0: thing. That's uh, that's the gobbler. Okay, we're talking. Yeah, yeah. To- she
1: she had my she had my name tattooed like right on her, right on her stomach, right above her pelvic bone. But mm-hmm. then when she got and it said Drew, and then and then she got pregnant and it kind of stretched out and now it looks like it just kind of says Bartholomew. It's like a long <laughs>
0: we ever, just for the sake of those who have come late to the party, explained who we are and why we're doing this? I don't think we have.
1: Maybe a long time ago.
0: I mean, should we? There needs to be some
2: history so that they can kind of relate to some of the stuff we talk about, especially when we talk about our kids or our
0: previous jobs. Well, I I thought that you would bring that up being the program director in the group. (laughs) Well, you... (laughs) Because the program director is supposed to say, they don't know who you are or what you are or what you're talking about, man. Well, why don't you give us a brief description of you, John? Oh, I'm John Lyle. Uh, I started doing radio in 1976, worked in North Carolina and Virginia, moved out to San Antonio in 1983. And aside from a year in Houston and a year in Seattle, I've been in San Antonio, though I haven't been on the air in three years who are you where are you from what's the deal i you
2: know i've pretty much been following john lyle and ripping him off for about 30 years of my life that's pretty much my radio career (laughs) (laughs) and there you have it raleigh north carolina was where i was born graduated from western carolina university worked in myrtle beach at wkzq and wave 104 moved to los angeles couldn't get a job out there worked at a hip-hop station in ventura california for about four years moved back to virginia beach norfolk in 1993 started wrox for a couple years there moved to austin in 95 started krox and bounced around a little bit got in with uh, drew at this thing called star system the beginning of voice tracking in 1998 and uh then we were absorbed by a major broadcasting company, and I went to KISS in San Antonio where I worked with Lyle in uh, 2005, program director there, Afternoon Drive. We all got blasted out about 2010 or so, and, and 2011, yeah, <laughs> time time escapes me, and I was out of work for 14 months, moved back to Austin, and uh, KLBJ had an opening for program director in Afternoons, and... That's where I've been ever since 2012
0: and drew drew, uh, radio
1: for 30 years. Um, mornings in Austin mornings in Kansas city. So star system with Lloyd nights at Coke. I was been a music scheduling consultant, teaching programmers how to schedule music logs for the last decade or so, about 12 years. Now I'm the national sales manager for the largest radio software company in the world. And I'm back at the company that I was at when I was with Lloyd in the nineties.
0: Yeah. So I mean, a couple of things to clear up there. That was uh, with with Coke, not on Coke. That would be K O K E. I was thinking the, the same thing. The other thing is when we talk about Star, is that and voice tracking. This was uh, the beginning of the evil, mm. which was when voices were supplied to radio stations, but they weren't locally generated. Right. They yeah. weren't local employees. It was a company that just supplied voices for all these stations all over the country. And honestly, I want to say that I
2: don't think when Mr. Hicks started this company, he didn't realize what it was going to eventually become because Capstar was a company we worked for that had 350, almost 400 radio stations. And he basically... Uh, got a program director to hire about 40 jocks to come in and voice these shifts that nobody wanted, like overnights and Christmas and New Year's and all the holidays. And all of a sudden the general managers in these small markets are going like, well, you know, this guy who's doing overnights for me when there were still overnight jocks sounds better than my guy doing afternoons and we could pay him X amount of dollars. And that's about a third of what the guys, you know, getting paid for the afternoon shift. And, So people started losing their jobs and then that's how voice tracking started replacing DJ. So we were just kind of the service guys to go to. It's like, you got shitty shifts? Give it to us. We'll take care of them. But uh, we see how it all became.
0: The evil. Well, we no, I grew, mean, you guys that not want a job, so You needed to have a job, but it was the evil. We grew horns
1: and tails that were proportionate to the number of radio stations that we appeared
0: on. <laughs> Let's just
2: say there was a lot of radio personalities that were not big fans of Star System back in the day. I can tell you that. But I thought it was a Hold well-oiled oiled machine. I mean, At one point, at the peak of Star System, I think we had 40-some-odd jocks, and we were doing... Close to 300 shifts a day, which, you know, that's pretty impressive on all four a, a
1: lot of people don't don't know much of what we're talking about, but uh, I'll just tell you, and Lloyd will agree with me that uh, what we were doing in 1998 <laughs> is what people are still trying to figure out how to do today.
2: Yeah, it was way and ahead of its time.
1: It was way ahead of its time.
2: I don't know if that's but good it was or bad. still evil. It still is. But I will tell you this. (laughs) So uh, here's the big thing that happened last week in Texas. The big snowstorm. I mean, San Antonio, Austin, Corpus, South Padre Island, all got snow. There's snow in the palms. I mean, this was huge. This was – I know a lot of people in the north laugh about this when we get a quarter inch of snow. But, uh, I mean, here – I mean we, me and my daughter are out doing Facebook live at nine thirty at night, you know, trying to just, you know, I don't know, entertaining ourselves and people are like, Wow, look at the snow falling down and she's building a little snowboy which was about six inches tall. So
0: <laughs> Snowboy <laughs> <laughs> the
2: <hell> <laughs> There was not enough snow uh, to make a snowman, so it was snow boys. So.
1: <laughs> Every time it snows, which is not very often, but every time it snows in Central Texas, I'm reminded of the King of the Hill episode when they're all standing in the park at a barbecue and it starts to snow and Bobby turns to his mother and says, there must be a volcano somewhere. <laughs>
0: no, I, mean, and I don't know they, how much you got. I got uh, between three and four inches um, on on Pearl Harbor Day. Uh, What I didn't like is Facebook pictures of 70-year-old people making snow angels. Uh, Stop. (laughs) Just stop. I don't want to see you and your experience with the snow. But historically here, we had – that's the largest snowfall we've had since January of 1985. And the last time – that was 13 inches we had in January of 1985 – And before that, the last time we had a couple of inches, which was basically what was recorded in town, a couple of inches was 1973. Uh, My kids were going crazy. Yeah. Which is fine. They're children. But I don't need to see 70-year-old people making snow angels and putting it up on Facebook. (laughs) It's a whole different world, man. I mean, if you want to show off your vaginal uh, Uh. rejuvenation, that's fine. That's cool. Like, I've are they the doing it dumb naked? Up. No, they weren't naked, but they were they were children, which is what happened in 1985 when I was here. Parents were telling their kids, stay inside. Mom and dad are going out to play in the snow. I, I told my daughter about snow cream, and she looked at me like
2: I was out of my mind. Like, you actually went in the yard in North Carolina got a big bowl of snow, and you took it back in and added some evaporated milk to it and a little sugar, and you guys ate that? I said, yeah. And then the funny thing about it is kids get creative now. She's like, oh, Dad, look. My friends are putting food coloring in it, and they're kind of eating this. They're making like these. Uh, it's no, the same No, 50 concept. years
0: ago, that snow wasn't black and polluted <laughs> like this yeah. crap they're eating now. Are you kidding me? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and food coloring in it, too. So, but Things were a little purer then, but uh, yeah, because we grew up around snow in our area, Lloyd. Yeah. But here it was a big deal, and I'm glad that the kids could get off on it and... But uh, people were a little freaky. Everything was a parking lot, and I and I was out, and I was out really late that night. And I thought, "Wow, this is dangerous. The streets are wet." That's <laughs> all it was. It was wet. That's what hey, we do you the guys show for. Heard about this thing called kratom? No, have haven't heard, heard. about it. this all? No, it's a folk medicine from uh, Southeast Asia, and it's uh, some people believe that it's a uh, an, uh herbal replacement for a lot of these uh drugs that are getting people in and and trouble uh for it's for pain it's could be for uh treatment for opiate addiction even for diarrhea let me ask you this does it grow hair does it grow hair it doesn't grow hair? hair but there are some states that have already banned this really and the reason why is i it it's uh you basically make a tea, and it gives you kind of a euphoric, mellow feeling and helps to ease anxiety. Uh, I saw a story recently about a guy that serves it in a coffee shop in Carborough, North Carolina. Some people believe that that you can get addicted to it, but I don't think it's going to be anything different than from what I've read than uh, just people that need their caffeine hit, let's say. But it is a natural thing, and it has been an herbal drug in Southeast Asia for a long time. How do you spell it? So it's K-R-A-T-O-M. Kratom. And I think it's pronounced Kratom, but I think this is something we need to get onto right now. Well, I think Drew would probably be our first person that would try it, because he'll try anything. Well, it's not illegal here, and I don't understand why it's illegal in these other places. Where can you it's get it? in... Eight, nine, ten states and some municipalities. I forget which ones, but I definitely remember Denver. Um, but I think that this is something that uh, maybe we ought to look into and maybe, yeah, maybe Drew can be our guinea pig and you can try this.
1: I'll eat a bowl of that.
0: It's, <laughs> it's, just, it's just always amazing to me of, of any time that somebody wants to ban a plant.
2: Yeah. Does it have the same effect from what you've read, like weed, like
0: pot? Kind of mellows you out. Does it make you laugh? Does it make you hungry? I think it's just uh, a a kind of a mild, maybe just is something that's a bit of a sedative. I mean, I don't know that much about it. I just read about it the other day. Now I want to know what it is. I don't know, know you-
1: got to find out. We've got to find out what it's like to go to the grocery store on it. We've got to find out what it's like to have sex on it. We've got to like, There's a myriad of tests that we've got to, you know,
2: and that's your job.
1: Do do and report upon.
0: And I'm reading a story right now. It's from uh, from December, from earlier this month. The FDA believes strongly people addicted to opioids should have safe access to safe and uh, should have access to safe and effective approved treatments for addiction. But they don't think that this is the thing to help them out. But this is the kind of thing that all of a sudden makes your coffee house stand out. Yeah, no doubt. So I'm ready to uh, maybe do some investigating. Well, I know
1: what if if Texas bans it one day. You know, if anybody would, it would be Texas.
0: Because you get in before Texas, you get in right now. Now's the time to do it. Uh, I've given business suggestions to many people over the years. Just talk it out, my ass. And somebody took advantage of that and they said, hey, want to thank you for the idea. Uh, What I I, what I what? Because I said something when I was in my morning stupor and I gave somebody an idea and they ran with it. Mm. But remember this. If you want to do some research, kids, K-R-A-T-O-M. You know, we're here to inform on Beaver Kool-Aid. Let me
1: ask you this. What do you how do you eat it? What do you do with it? You smoke it?
2: I think you make it. a tea out of it. Well, there, there you go. Why don't we make Beaver Kool Aid, market it, and Kratom is what you drink. You, you know, you can get it. We distribute it, and Beaver. we say, drink the Beaver Kray Kool-Aid. Tom. You can buy the Beaver Kool Aid. This is people, because you know people say, well, what does Beaver Kool Aid means? Like, well, we finally have some for you. And we know the secret ingredient is Kraytom. Everyone feels great. They listen to Beaver kool Aid's like, man, this is the best show ever.
0: I'm looking at it right now. There's powders. There's capsules.
2: See? Can you franchise Kraytom and put your own name on it? Because there you go. We could have Beaver Kool-Aid powder. You add a little hot water to it there. Let it uh, steep for a few minutes and Boom. Listen to the show, and it uh, has a whole different meaning. You may need, oh it. and it's actually God. good.
1: <laughs> Listen to yourselves. Listen to what you're saying.
2: <laughs> Beaver Kool Aid is so much better when I drink the Beaver Kool Aid. You know,
0: maybe something that's a little special to provide leaf to, uh, relief, <laughs> relief to my fellow man <laughs> versus the leaf. Yeah. Where's my crate, Tom? Um... <laughs> We need to do this. I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this site where we are ready to go.
2: That is beaver Kool-Aid. If you ever wanted to drink any beaver Kool-Aid, that's just the ingredient right there. I'm telling you, we need to market this shit. Drew, fuck the t-shirts on Amazon. Put the beaver Kool-Aid powder up there with the Kraytom. I'm telling you, that's where we get rich. We can just sit here and talk for the fun of it, and uh, we can sell our beaver Kool-Aid,
0: and shit, we can retire finally. Great job. But at least, Lloyd, at least Drew came clean, and I have, about what I don't like, which is nothing. Drew talked about what he didn't like. What is it you don't like?
2: I like a little bit of ink. I just don't like a lot. Mm -hmm. I like a little bit of jewelry, but I don't like a lot. It's just, it's moderation. I live my life in moderation. Food, drinking, smoking.
0: There's no one thing that you see, and you you just go, I can't stand that. Um... See, I think that Lloyd's worked on the radio for so long. <laughs> he's one of these, oh, I like everybody and everything. Everything's okay, and that's all right. Maybe that's the reason you- why guys like you can work on the radio for so long because you never say, you know what? You believe that? Fuck you. You believe that? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> But instead, it's like, well, I understand your point. <laughs>
2: that's OK. Maybe a, a, a foot that's got a toe that's curved over on the third toe or something kind of freaks me out a little bit. But uh, other than that, you know, I can't. Ooh, oh, you know what I'm talking about? Those kind of weird oh. fucked up toes on feet. That kind of freaks me Listen out. I don't like that. the Listen third
0: row. Of, Listen to what he's saying. Boy, Lloyd. Wow. You really <laughs> stepped out there, dude. What about <laughs> he, the third He row didn't row even
1: realize it, but he <laughs> stepped right out there, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Or maybe
2: some of those women with crooked teeth. I was like, why didn't you get braces? Come on. No, not oh, crooked teeth. How about down, the
1: third row of teeth? Hey, one, <laughs> one, one thing, one dislike at a time there, buddy. <laughs> I'm You're going out alienate a
0: limb. yourself from your adoring public, Lloyd, by yeah. having an event and
1: watch yourself. You don't like uh, scraggly toes and teeth. <laughs> It sounds like Lloyd really dislikes witches
2: <laughs> and gypsies. <Whoa.
0: laughs> right. And all that you're going to alienate your gypsy audience. Yeah, I know. I pissed them all
2: off tonight. We have a toll free line now that you can call. We won't answer it, but you can leave us a message. 855-576-2530.
0: 855 576 Twenty five thirty. Right.
2: So you can call and that, leave a message. We won't answer it, but we might play you back on the air and,
0: uh, and have right. some fun with that. And let your dangling navel jewelry be heard. Or if you want to yeah. let the gobbler be heard. Right. That's okay too. You can talk
2: to the but, big black dick, Mike. You can do that. Right. Uh, eight, five, 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 seven, six, five five We'll see if we get any calls. Yeah. I think this is a nice Christmas show. Ah, this is probably ah, so our most repeat. holy Christmas Show no, no, ever. Ever, this, this is not the
0: Christmas show. This is the Christmas show. We talked about the gifts. Show? It's Remember, gonna, you're the guy that you like to run around on Christmas Eve. This is not the Christmas All right. show. Well, we okay, we can do a oh, Christmas wait a show. Second.
1: I, I was told that this was the Christmas show, I thought it was the Christmas a Christmas show. Uh, I tinseled my taint for this. Show. <laughs> <laughs> I'll,
2: have you, I'll have you know. <laughs> go to your party and I will tear it up. Really? Beaver Kool-Aid. Hit it hard. (laughs) With Lyle, L.A. Lloyd and Bruce. Make it like a man. So go ahead, stick your head up your ass.